You are listening to Renaissance Voices, a podcast about stories and the people who write them. Let's join Christine and Taylor and see where their guest is today. Welcome to Renaissance Voices. This is our second episode of season two. Last week, we talked to John Bates, the senior leader of Freedom Fellowship International, who is my pastor. And this week, we're going to talk to another familiar voice. If you listen to season one, Taylor Boyd. Taylor, welcome to the podcast. Yes, thank you for having me. We wanted to have this conversation in person, but if you live in Texas, you know, people ask Texans all the time, why do y'all talk about the weather? Because weather is news in Texas. You never know what it's going to do. And today we're expecting hail and tornadoes and all kinds of things. So, so Taylor, thank you for calling in on your phone and, and having this conversation. Oh, I just appreciate the flexibility because, like you said, it is, it's one of those things that you never know what it's going to turn into. It's like if you, if you make plans and it turns really bad. Right. <laughs> so, so this is awesome. Thank you. Well, I have so enjoyed all the things that the Lord has allowed us to do together. And last season, for all those that listened, Taylor and I talked about the Write My Story Challenge, and we are actually on our very last um, class in that challenge. We have walked with some people through it for six months as they've written their book, written their story, really, and how to do it. You know, what it all entails, you know, there's there's so much involved in writing a book, but it doesn't have to be a a lonely process. There are some of us who have done it that love to help other people through the process. So I thought today, Taylor, we could just start with the very first lesson that we fleshed out and just talk about some of those key points and what that lesson was all about really was finding your authentic voice. What do you want to add to that? Like, did you glean anything from that that really started you on a journey in writing your own story that really helped? Oh, absolutely. um, I really felt the freedom to finally not just like become my authentic self and find my authentic voice, but it kind of sent me on a, on a journey to figure out exactly who that is or, you know, what that voice sounds like. I think growing up, you know, just being, um, I think women in general, we've probably all gone through the phase where we wear the masks and we kind of are people pleasers or, we try to be who everybody else thinks that we should be. And along the way, it's very easy to lose who we truly are. Right. And I really think that, I mean, it was a journey that I was, I've been trying to uncover for a long time, but just the questions that, that were asked and the practical steps that you, you gave us in that first lesson to find our authentic voice and just going back through old journals and our core values, you know, Mm -hmm. finding all of those and being able to write them down. It was just open up space to be honest with myself about 
who I really was versus this idea of who I thought I wanted to be or needed to be. Wow, that's amazing. And I would say to anybody that is looking to write a book, this is important because you want your readers to know who you are from the very beginning so that they can connect with you. If you're writing your redemption story, right, it's your story. It's your authentic encounters with Jesus and what he has done in your life. You're introducing people to an encounter of their own, but they need to understand how real it is, how real Jesus is, how he is not afraid to go to the real places of your life. And, And they need to know that they can trust you. Well, the only way that they can trust you is if they really connect with you. And that happens even in a book. But it can't happen if we don't know how to write from that authentic place using our voice. And I think so many people, like that's kind of a catchphrase these days, right? I'm, I'm going to find my right. voice. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm wondering if we really do truly find our own authentic voice or if we just mimic the voices that we hear. But we can't yes. mimic somebody else's voice and really be a true witness for Jesus. Well, that's something that I really struggled with in that time and just in writing in general is blocking out the other noise. Uh, Social media definitely had to go for me in order for me to stay focused on who I am and what my voice sounds like and not just becoming what I'm inundated with. Um, But also, I had to stop reading certain books and put down different different voices that were coming in that way because it was easy for me to try to compare myself or just kind of subconsciously start writing with someone else's voice because I liked the way it read or, you know, it just resonated with me in a different way. So for me to be like truly my my authentic voice, I had to really cut out all of the noise that was coming in from all different types of media. That is a great insight. You know, we just talked to Pastor John last week, and we talked about our freedom in Christ, right? We talked about how God makes each one of us unique with gifts and personality bents that are shaped for his purposes. And we also talked about the difference between true freedom in Christ and and breaking through that religiosity that we all have to work through. Yes. And I think so often in the church, when we talk about religiosity, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the Christianese. We learn how to how to speak, right? Yeah. And it becomes its own language, but it becomes something morphed out that that's just not really what is needed to connect with this culture. It's like its own subculture that can't connect to the people that Jesus wants to reach. And I I feel like that's what I'm hearing you say, because I love to read. I can read some amazing books by amazing authors that really help me glean truth. But you're right. I think so often in the Christian world, we start to sound alike 
because we feel like we have to speak that Christianese language. But I know that this culture that we're living in is they're very authentic. They're looking for authenticity. They're looking for something real. They're looking for wholeness. And and wholeness means that they're going, they're in their own journey of freedom, right? They're not wanting to, to mimic somebody else. They're wanting to be authentically whole in who they are, whether they really fully understand that that comes from Jesus or not. Right. Yes. That's what I heard you say, you know, that that was your journey and that's how you wanted to write and you needed to find your voice to do that. Yes. It's something that I didn't, you know, whenever you hear that, that phrase like authentic voice or being your authentic self, it's something that you are like, oh yeah, I know what that is. Or I'm an authentic person. And even though you may be like an authentic person, it's still is a challenge to really find your authentic voice because um, the, the core values, I think was something that took a lot more. I, when I heard, heard you say it and I've been challenged with finding your core values before, but for some reason this time it just hit a little bit different because normally I would just rattle them off and be like, this is, these are the things that I value, but it really opened up the space for me to dive into each one and think, okay, but how does that apply to my life? Where Where is the fruit from that core value? Where does it operate in my life? And be able to, to really see, like, okay, is that really a core value that I innately live by? Or is that just kind of my hopes, <laughs> my dreams right. of what I, what I want them to look like? And so being honest with yourself and kind of getting in a vulnerable place, I think, helps helps you know, Jesus really break in and help shape you into who he's created you to be because it it is different. It is unique. And it's okay if all of your core values aren't the same as everybody else's. Like we all need a different voice. That's what the, the kingdom is built on. Exactly. So let's talk about some of those pieces. You talked about core values. We really touched on some different aspects. One of them was wearing a mask, right? So even as a writer, if I am wearing a mask, I have learned some coping mechanisms. I've learned some things and how to be with other people. And the truth of the matter is all of that's going to come through my writing because it's how I've learned to present myself, right? So I even have to deal with that even in writing a book. And we talked about how to kind of undo those things and what wearing a mask really looks like. Sometimes we wear a mask to fit in, right? Right. But then when we do that, we find ourselves feeling like we're isolated and we're never really known. Has that... Yes. Would you agree with that? Maybe we we self-protect through people-pleasing, you know? And I know I stepped on some toes there because that's (laughs) that's just hard. That's been a hard thing in my life. But but your authentic voice is going to present the real work that Jesus has done in your life. And then you're going to need to live it out in front of others to see. And that sometimes will upset the apple cart, right? <laughs> it will. I, I see kind of a, um, almost myself as a teenager, you know, and wearing that mask to try to look like everybody else and sound like everybody else. And then having that, 
pity party of nobody understands me and nobody really knows who I am. And it's like, well, of course they don't. <laughs> because, because you didn't show them who you because are. You, didn't, you were pretending <laughs> to be someone else. So <laughs> Exactly. Like, and I, I've been there with you, Taylor. Yes, absolutely. And I, I think that some of that carries on into adulthood if we don't, if we don't dive in and actually learn to take the mask off and figure out who we are underneath the mask and that people actually do care about who you are. Like they don't, the people, people notice the mask (laughs) and, and they like authentic, they like real, they like relatable. And so um, I think, I think we put on these masks thinking that it's going to make us more pleasing or more appealing to other people but in reality it's kind of off-putting and people people can't ever get through that to that genuine connection that they're looking for if we just keep the mask on all the time that's exactly right and it you know we have to to know that we're in safe culture we talked about that last week with pastor john as well that freedom really seeks to be safe church culture and in order to take a mask off you have to feel safe right Yes. You talked about that value system. So what we had those that that walked through that challenge with us, we had them come up with their core values. And that was a little challenging. Here's the funny thing. It was a challenge about writing. And the first two sessions, we were we were like, don't write. You're not ready to write. There's some personal right. work you have to do first, you know. And so I want to read this from the self-confidence workbook. Values are the principles that give our lives meaning and allow us to persevere through adversity. And so I said this, your value system will be tested as you write your story. So you need to know what your value system is. You have to to list some core values and say, these things are important to me and I'm not going to cross them because what happens is that's part of wearing that mask. If we're in a situation you know, say a, a, a community and our core values are a little different than the group of people that we're in and we never speak up for ourselves, what's going to happen to our heart? Well, for me, I feel like I would almost beat myself up if I didn't have the same core values, you know, like it, like I would feel like there was something wrong with me if I were different from the group. And you lose your voice. You wouldn't speak up. Just like you said, you, you lose your voice. I like to say your voice is this. Your voice is that aspect of yourself that only you have. And you get to choose how to use it. But God has given you a voice. Taylor's voice is different than my voice. Our voices are different. And yet they can combine together and make beautiful music. They can make beautiful harmonies, right? But only if we're all using our voices to their fullest potential. Here's what that doesn't mean. It doesn't mean I walk around with an uncrucified, you know, like an undisciplined voice. I don't have an undisciplined voice. I just know who I am. And I begin to move out of that and, and walk out of that. And then that translates into writing something very authentic. And I may run into some conflict using my voice and I, you know, because of the truth that God has deposited in me. But I have to know that my voice matters. My voice can come to the table 
and be utilized just as much as anyone else's. And I think that is something that writers have to, to really struggle through. Why am I writing this book? Who's going to read this book? How honest am I going to be? How authentic am I going to be? You know, and, and does anybody really even want to hear my voice? And the truth of the matter is, if God has given you, if he's birthed that in your heart, then he has a purpose for your voice. I love that you brought up how honest am I going to be? Because honesty was the biggest core value that I had to wrestle with. It was immediately one of the top values. Like, oh, honesty, of course. Like, that's that's everything. I don't want to do anything that is not done <laughs> with honesty. Um, but then as, and we talked about this too, in the, the course, as I really kind of dug into that core value and in my writing and just my life in general, I realized that sugarcoating the truth until it doesn't quite sound like truth anymore <laughs> is, is not fully being honest. And so how, how honest am I in my conversations? How honest am I in my writing? If, you know, the, the old saying, like, the truth hurts. Well, sometimes it kind of does. And if we are wrapping it in bubble wrap and putting pretty bows on it, that's, that's basically distorting the truth. And if honesty is one of my core values, and that was something that I had to really work on, especially through the writing process, was being honest when it doesn't feel fun. <laughs> because Jesus comes into our messy places, you know, how much of that mess am I really going to write on the page? I loved that conversation we had about honesty because we looked at it from all sides. And one of the other piece of that that we talked about is that truth is not really truth without empathy. Right. Yes. You know, Jesus, when he says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, you, we have to know Jesus is compassionate, and he's working toward healing and bringing wholeness into people. So when he operates out of truth, there's compassion and there's empathy behind it. You know, I, I don't know about you. You may know those people that say, well, I'm just going to tell you the truth. And then they, they begin to just, you know, kind of tear down the whole situation. And I would say that that's not truth. Yeah, I feel like a lot of that is, well, I'm going to tell you my strong opinion instead mm -hmm. of I'm just going to tell you the truth. I think that we have, I, truth has definitely gotten um, <laughs> swayed, uh, I feel like, in our culture and our society today that, um, you know, everybody seems to be entitled to their own truth. And so without having it based on on the Bible and the Word of God, then all truth that people, you know, think that they can be overbearing with or correct others with, that's just opinions. And it may be based on other opinions, but the real truth is love. You know, it's rooted in right. love. It's rooted in love. And it sets people free. Truth sets people free. And that's why it was so important that we really fleshed out what truth meant as we write our stories and really use our authentic stories to do just that because that's the whole goal of writing a redemption story, right? Is that other people reading it would find the freedom in Christ that he offers. Yes. 
Jesus has to come through the pages. <laughs> and if his voice isn't coming through, I don't I don't really see a point in writing your redemption story. <laughs> it doesn't always point back to him and what he did. And I think if you're writing with your authentic voice and allowing him to, to show up in the pages, then truth is going to be what is brought to people. And like you said, that sets people free. And that's all. That's the whole point in releasing our testimony is to bring freedom to others. I so enjoyed the different aspects of that challenge and working with you in that way. I feel like, Taylor, we're, we're just on the same page and we have the same heart. We've also ended up, you know, um, serving clients together, like my publishing company and your marketing company and, and working together in that. So where we were just kind of formulating in season one, we've seen a lot of fruit now, um, recording season two of what God wants to do in our partnership. And I, I just thank you for that. I thank you for coming alongside of me and and it's an honor to just walk alongside of you and do this thing together because I do feel like we are helping to equip people to really be the witness that they're called to be. That was the whole goal of my company was that I would help people really write the things that they need to write that God wanted to birth out of them, whether they were professional writers or they've never written at all. And the, the whole reason was to advance the gospel. And looking back now from this vantage point and seeing what God has already done and what he's built and what he continues to do, it's, it's exciting. It is exciting. And I appreciate everything that, that you have been for me through this process because I really just started my marketing business out of obedience. He the Lord was just dropping people in my in my lap and putting them in my path, and I was so grateful for that. Um, but I I did not start with you know a big a big dream or a big vision. I wasn't sure how marketing was going to impact the kingdom, or you know be able to see it being a kingdom business and being able to partner with with eight owls and just have have your mentorship through it all has really opened my eyes and my business to opportunities that I would have never imagined before. So I just appreciate everything that you are and have done in this process that has brought me into the work that you're doing for the kingdom because I see it. It's so it's so huge and I love I love that it's books. I love that it's words because they last generations, right? And I feel like so much today is based on social media or YouTube or, you know, all of these other channels that can be here today and gone tomorrow, but words, they last forever. And I just feel like it's so impactful and I'm just grateful to be a part of it. Wow. Well, thank you. Thank you. And you know what else? It's a lot of fun. It is so fun. And I've learned so much just in the last few months about myself, about my business, about hearing the Lord and, you know, what he's doing in in culture and in society and in the church. And it's just it's just an exciting time. It is an exciting time. 
Well, thank you, Taylor, for joining me today. We I look forward to you coming in and us just co-hosting and doing some more together, even in this season, even in this podcast. So thank you for that. Thank you for who you are. Thank you that, that you have found your authentic voice and that you use it so vividly and so beautifully. And I just look forward to seeing what we're going to partner together in the future. Yes, so excited. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to tune in to the next couple of weeks with conversations with newly published authors from Owls Publishing. We are so excited you're here. Thank you. And we are looking forward to having Taylor in person and co-hosting. It is going to be a blast. You have been listening to Renaissance Voices. To listen to more interviews by your favorite authors at Owls Publishing, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. You may also follow us on social media. Links are found in the show notes.